Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Man, I am very, very excited uh, for our show today. We've got a, uh, a fantastic, fantastic electronic music artist, an artiste, if you will, uh, a, a Canadian DJ and producer, all the way from Toronto, Canada. One of my favorites. I am, she is so talented. I, I mean, just and cool, turned up to 10. I'm very, very impressed with her and her work. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome um, Miss Sydney Blue. Sydney, how are you? I'm great. I'm awesome, actually. I'm excited for the Junos next week, um, and uh, the album's doing well. It's been a good uh, last year, really. <laughs> well, yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Now, is this the first... Because I, for those who don't know, you were kind of very instrumental. I mean, you're kind of the reason it happened is the um, the new category underground uh, dance uh, record, right? Or single, or I don't know how they do it. Underground yeah. dance is the the category. And uh, is this year the first year they're doing that, or is it um, has it was it a couple years been going so far? No, this is the very first year. Um, I I campaigned for a couple years to have the new category because it was important. Um, and uh, there was a lot of really great underground electronic music artists in Canada that were not being recognized by the Juno. So we went in there and explained the difference between underground dance and commercial dance. There's a big difference. And right. um, you know, underground dance is a little bit more like authentic. It's, more complicated the songs are longer and yeah a lot, a lot often they don't even have vocals and it's great music that should be recognized um because a lot of the artists that do really well in the world were not being recognized by the junos so we spent a lot of time campaigning for it we got the category it's great and then on the side in addition to this i released an album and so i submitted my album to the electronic album category which is a totally different category and so I got a nomination in that category meanwhile I'm running this underground dance single category so it's been really exciting year because you know I've got these two things happening um yeah there's some great artists though that are nominated in the underground dance single category and I'm really excited to see who wins and all that so yeah it's going to be exciting next week the Junos for sure that's amazing. That's it's one of the things I, I, I've mentioned this on the show before, but it's one of the things I tell people. It's very hard for non-creative people to kind of wrap their head around, especially in music. You know, you'll hear people, you'll be at a dinner party or something. Um, now that we can start doing those again, um, mm-hmm. uh, but you'll hear somebody invariably that you know. Well, I don't know why the Rolling Stones are playing. Like, Mick Jagger doesn't need the money, and you're, you're like, he absolutely doesn't. You're right. What he does need is that major serotonin and dopamine hit of playing in front of and having 
and not even just in playing in front of people, in having hundreds of thousands, millions of people dig what he's doing. And as yeah. an artist, there's there's no better uh, thing. And I'll tell you, that's why a lot of the, you know people are like, oh, why is this guy, you know, why do you mess it up doing all these drugs? I said, because it's easier than playing in front of millions of people or getting that, you know, he's looking for an easier <laughs> an easier hit. You know, it's nothing better to a creative person than people digging what you're doing. And, yeah. you know, here you are. This is the Juno. It's been a I My family lived in Canada for a couple of years, a million years ago, way before you were born. Um, you know, millions and millions of years ago. And um, the Juno's big deal. Big deal in Canada, around the world, really. Uh, yeah. it, it tells people this person's important and what they're doing is important. And there you are, man. How cool is that? <laughs> yeah, know? it's pretty exciting. That'll get you out of bed in the morning. Awesome. Yeah, it's really exciting. The whole the whole thing uh, with just the fact that electronic music is finally being recognized by them, it's important. And um, it's an important genre of music in general. And there's so many subgenres off of, you know, like, just like, you know, rock, you know, you've got alternative mm-hmm. rock and punk rock and then heavy metal and all this stuff. So this, it's natural for music to spawn off and go into two different worlds or three different worlds and whatnot. Like think about classical music and stuff like that too. Like there's so many different versions of, of that music, um, jazz, all that. Absolutely. So, yeah. So electronic music, even though it's the newer kind, it's really easy for somebody who might not know it that well to just think it's all the same. It's just all one big, you know, mumbo jumbo of electronic music. But actually, now there's several different kinds, and you could even get you can get specific and and you know divided into two the way that the Junos did um, to underground and commercial, or you can like get even more specific and and divided into all the different genres that um, are happening within that one big umbrella genre of electronic music, like techno, house music, disco, deep house, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. um, it's such a complicated, exciting sound, uh, fresh, you know what I mean? It's very, um, it's very popular right now and it's, uh, it's only growing. So I'm really excited that they finally recognized it. I'm excited for, you know, to see, you know, it grow more and more each year. And, uh, yeah. God, My life's absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> it's so cool, too, because, and people don't, I don't know if people really realize, I mean, yes, it's, it, you know, all of all of us cool people in the know, you know, uh, we, we all dig it. Um, but really, there's such a, it, it's, you know, when the weekend hit a couple years ago, and, uh, you know, it's about two years ago, really, uh, mainstream hit, I mean. You know, you listen to the, his music and whatnot, you're like, oh, that's very cool. It kind of is synthy, and it's, you know, believe me, that he's drawing from an environment, <laughs> a club environment. Yeah. You, know, you can't hear that without that, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah, and yeah, totally. It's, it's, and you'll hear other mainstream art, you know, not so, not every song. There's a couple. T- My wife got me with the Taylor Swift. I was in the car one day, you know, and I'm like, hearing one of some song I didn't know it was her I'm like man this is I like that beat listen to that I said, man, that sounds almost that listen to that electronic growl I'm digging that and she's like 
oh, well, Mr. Cool Snobby Music Guy, uh, that's Taylor Swift. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no way. You know, um, couldn't admit to it. But, uh, yeah, I went home and listened to it with headphones on Spotify. But guilty pleasure, I admit. Um, but you got me. I like uh, But, yeah, it drew me in with the uh, – the, and there's something about electronic music. I, I told you before we went on the air, I, I tell people I'm a retired club rat. I spent a lot of time hanging out in nightclubs in my younger walking around days. And, uh, you know, there's just something when you go into a club and that, that ultra bass is, you know, you can feel your, your chest plate and your chest reverbing, yep. you know, and it's like, mm. you can feel it in your and stomach. I, yeah. And there ain't no better smooching than in a dark club, in my opinion. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A long time ago, but I'm just saying, um, no, it's cool. It's very cool. And here you are, you yeah. do this for a living. No, I was looking at my notes, and I think I, I, I thought you were in Toronto, but you're living in Berlin? I lived in Berlin for a while, yeah, and when COVID-19 oh, okay. happened, yeah, when, when COVID happened, I came back to Canada. Mm. Um, so I've been back in Canada since 2020, um, because oh, wow. when it was going on, I mean, it didn't make any sense for me to stay in Berlin anymore, because I was there just to DJ, and there were no clubs open. Um, but, uh, Berlin, I lived there for two years and it was really cool and it was really awesome DJing in, in that city. Very authentic, cool town. Um, also the Mecca for electronic music. So oh, I went yeah. there just to kind of, you know, explore my, my authentic <laughs> self, I guess you could say. And it was really educational musically for me. That's, uh, I have some friends of mine who moved there. They're a, uh, Kind of a, a dark electronic band, uh, husband and wife team, and, and they, uh, you know, they moved from L.A. They were looking to settle down, I think, somewhere different. They wanted to get the hell out of the States, and they, so they moved to Berlin. And, you know, I'd get, I'd get crazy phone calls in the middle of the night a couple times. You know, oh, you got to come, Jamie. You got, we're at this, you won't even believe what kind of club this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, it, it was, it sounded like a lot of fun. They wound up having to move. They moved to London just because they didn't speak German. <laughs> you know, oh. was, like, if you yeah, get stuck yeah, in there's, house yeah, there's that. for four hours <laughs> trying to find light bulbs, you know, it's hard. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool uh, town, though. Fun for music, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let me ask you, when you were a laugh, a young lady uh, growing up in, in the mean streets of Toronto, Queens Quay and the like, um, you know, did you know? Did you know that like DJing and electronic music was what you were going to be doing? I mean, was that always kind of part of the plan, or did it just you walked into a club by mistake one day and they they put you behind the the, the tables and there you are? Or how did it happen? Yeah, I you know what I always was really like. Uh, moved by DJs and especially ones that played vinyl. I just thought it was really cool. And uh, mm. I actually was in Ottawa, Canada, going to college. And oh, okay. I was asked to go to a, a club that was basically like a rave. And it, this was 1998, I think. And I was invited there yes. to listen to some. Yeah. Like I was li- invited there to listen to house music. I went there. Mm-hmm. I saw some incredible DJs and I went every weekend and I was like in love. And so over the course of that year going and just being a clubber, I was inspired, I was moved and it made me want to do it myself. So when I moved back to Toronto, 
after college, I decided to buy turntables. And then over the course of like a year, I practiced a lot and I started getting little gigs. And then I decided to just pursue it full time and it worked out. I'm still doing it since. Um, yeah, it's definitely in my blood. I, I definitely think it was what I was meant to do for sure. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm I'm not in the music business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people and stuff and been doing that for, you know, I don't know, 20 years or something. And yeah, uh, but I like I said, nightclubs. I'll tell you when I I had when I got out of college, went to college in Boston. I moved out uh, to the out west. I moved to San Diego. I wanted the exact opposite of Boston, and uh, as far as snow and the like goes. And I, you know, so I wound up hanging out at a lot of clubs in uh, Los Angeles and Vegas and places like that. And really, the people that I was selling paintings to, they were all the people hanging out in clubs. You know, that's how I was meeting people. Those were the people that I was meeting that were, you know, supporting me, putting food on my table. Yeah. And um, it just, it's so interesting to me because it's just, it's always been, I grew up in Detroit, so, you know, and I'm an 80s kid, so, you know, uh, I, I, I remember going to these clubs that weren't, and I was trying to explain this to my wife, I'm, I'm like, when I used to go to clubs, like, back in the, the beginnings of techno and kind of the house scene of, of coming over from Chicago and stuff in, into Detroit. Yeah. I said, it wasn't cool clubs. I didn't go to a cool club till I went to like LA. Um, you go to this giant cavernous room with a lot of people. Yeah. There might be a strobe light, maybe a disc or like a, uh, a police light or something going. That was about it. Um, yeah. You know, they weren't holograms and, and, and laser. You know? um, it was yeah, maybe exactly. a fog machine. Um, but that's it was raw it was. and it was warehousey. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free if you're a VIP member. You can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. 
visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. You know, I, don't get me wrong. I like a fancy club. You know, I mean, I I got spoiled. In a, you know, it's it's nice. Bottle service is great. I don't have to. You know, I'm not a pretty gal. I bartenders tend to overlook me sometimes. <laughs> and I'm short. <laughs> um, you know, so it's nice when uh, you're in a nice place and, and people are you know bringing you drinks and whatnot. But um, the music, the music's always been there. And I remember my first. I remember going to Paris, and I had this big meeting at the uh, Pompidou Center with uh, the people running the thing there, and they were getting a painting of mine and stuff. And we were at this restaurant. They had a restaurant at the time up the top called Georges. And it was all right. crazy, weird-shaped furniture. And, you know, I mean, it was ultra-modern, and everybody was wearing a turtleneck. It was, it was that same darling a lot, you know, one of those things. And I remember up on this little stage was this, this lady – um, Asian lady, and she had a couple tables, uh, a couple techniques, and she was just doing some, some trip hop, some lo-fi in the back, and I'm like, that is setting this whole scene, you know, I am somewhere right now, this is where I need to be living, and it was just so cool and so powerful, and I completely, yeah. yes, we were in Paris in a cool place, but it was that DJ that, that created that vibe, and I was so impressed with that, and you know, DJ's your friend. Every good club owner knows that. A good DJ will sell drinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is Definitely. very true. Um, well, that's amazing. Absolutely. And you're doing this, you know, you're doing this for a living and, and putting albums out and having videos and, you know, how cool <laughs> is that? You know? Yeah, I mean, it's my life. I, I, I wouldn't do anything else. It's it's what I love to do. I love performing. I've loved DJing for, you know, my whole life. I, I the, the electronic music is so in my blood, and I know it so well. I'm almost like an encyclopedia of it. I know all the different genres. I know all the artists. So, yeah, and I, do, and I don't do it purposely. I don't study it or anything. I just know it. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's your really life. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's your life, you know. It's just, it's, it's. You said a lion doesn't study the Serengeti; it just r- rules it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good metaphor. 
That is so cool. Now, and unlike, I would say, 80% of the DJs I know, and that's by no means scientific, but a lot of them, you know, work real hard and, you know, spend a lot of time trying to get rights and stuff or, you know, permissions to do mix, you know, put all that together. That's a big nightmare that a lot of people don't know about. Um, But they're not putting albums out, you know. Uh, they're getting gigs, they're playing places, and, uh, you know, they get paid for it and everything, and that's cool. But here you are, you're, like, going into the studio and making albums and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, like, a whole other level, you know? Yeah, production is important. I think production is important. That's how you get known on an international level. So, for sure. That's how people know you on different sides of the world, is the music that you make. so cool. Now, yeah. are you doing a lot of festivals and whatnot as well? I'm playing several festivals this summer. Um, Electric Island so Festival in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, Toronto. And uh, I'm playing something in Utah called Don't Trip, like in a, a, a park, a state park or a, or a resort or something like that. I'm not sure. Probably going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited and doing lots of gigs. I'm going to be going to Movement Festival in Detroit and playing an after party for that. I'm not playing the actual festival at Movement, but I'm playing like Movement Festival weekend, like a part of the festival kind of thing in a club. Um, So, yeah, and I've got a lot of gigs coming up. So I'm really happy to be back on the road. You know, it was a long two years of not performing. So I'm back on the road. I'm really excited um, to be playing you, again. You serve so many of my DJ friends. Uh, I mean, I know a couple. I, I don't want to say any. I don't want to embarrass anybody. But I knew a couple that, um, you know, got residency gigs and whatnot. And and maybe six months before COVID, you know, a few months before. And, you know, unfortunately, we all have learned this lesson once or twice in our lives, I'm thinking. Um, when you first start getting a little bit of money, you start spending a little bit of money, you know, because you're like, hey, I got this coming in, you know. Um, cars were bought, uh, <laughs> you know, houses yeah. rented and stuff, and then COVID happened. And people don't realize, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it stinks if you're selling insurance and you have to stay home for a, a month or whatever or, or a couple months, you know. Um, times can be tight, sure. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at anybody's experience. I'm just saying if you're in the, an entertainer in the performance world and your, your income is based on that, when that suddenly yeah. isn't happening, you know, those yeah. bills still keep happening. You know, the, the car note is still due. Um, yeah. Well, that's amazing. And you were in Toronto when this went down. So, you know, Toronto, very affordable city. No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> but you made it. No. <laughs> yeah, our government uh, did a lot to help us. They, you know, gave us subsidy checks if, they, if we weren't allowed to work. But it was tough. It was a tough time for everybody, for sure. And, you, you know, want to be the working. fact that we were, yeah, when you're used to performing every weekend and then all of a sudden you're not, that's tough. So I'm happy that I'm back on the road. It's it's good to be, you know, connecting with people again. And I'm looking forward to this summer, the, the, the festivals and the club gigs. I'm looking forward to seeing people I haven't seen in a long time um, in different cities that I normally play in. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good summer. 
That's awesome. That's amazing. It's uh, well, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad you you know you came through okay and whatnot. I hope all of your people, all your tribe, everybody was was okay. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people in the world haven't been. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, but I hope yeah. all your folks were. You know, it's uh, well, zany zany. I never saw that even coming. You know, uh, it was. I'm telling you. I've been with my wife. We've been one of those couples that have been together forever, you know, and we, uh, uh, <laughs> she's Italian, meaning she has an Italian mama. So we eventually, <laughs> you know, couldn't avoid it anymore. We had to get married. And so we did, and it was great. We had a big thing. But I was at my, uh, at my wedding reception. I was talking to a, one of my best friends, a girl I went to high school with. We were kind of making fun of the whole couple. We were like, oh, yeah, look at all these people freaking out and everything. A week later, me and the uh, the new bride were at Disney World. Uh, we really didn't go for a honeymoon. We just, we live in Florida, so we go all the time. And she, yeah, she loves it. And so we're there at a fancy place having dinner, and everybody's phone. It was like a movie. Everybody's phone started going off. And I don't carry a cell phone. I don't use a cell phone. And she uh, not for any cool. I'm not that cool. I'm just cheap. I, I lose things and break things. Um, and my wife has one. So you know what do I need one for? Anyway. Um, everybody's looking at their phone, and I'm, I asked my uh, Danny, my wife, I'm like, what the hell's going on? She's like, Disney's closed. I'm like, if Disney's walking away from $40 hamburgers, yeah, this is serious. We need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know? Huh? Yeah, I would. Yeah, if Disney's walking away from money, yeah, you better pay attention. Uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy time. But I'm glad you're real. You know, I, I know it's real hard for my, my club friends, my, my club owner, just everybody involved in that business, you know? Um, yeah, it was a weird time for sure. Um, no, were you doing... I, I think um, we got through Were it. you doing live streams and stuff? I did a whole bunch of live streams, a ton of them. You can actually watch you. them on my YouTube. I have a YouTube page. Not it's uh, YouTube.com slash DJ Sydney Blue. And... Uh, yeah, you can watch all those live streams actually on my YouTube page because I live streamed for pretty much the whole pandemic. It's a good way to keep going and still be able to perform yeah. and connect with people. So, yeah, that was fun. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. excited. And to see folks, you uh, <laughs> I would like to tell uh, all the people in, in bands or that are trying to make an independent film or anything, um, it is possible. I don't know how the process of doing it. But it is possible, I see, because Sydney did it. Put your name yeah. on your YouTube channel. How about that? <laughs> Makes it easy yeah. for people to find you. you know? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man, people, I'm amazed at that. Like people do that uh, all the time on on everything. I'm like, put your name on, it, you know, on your Twitter feed. <laughs> Come on. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's, my I, I I love YouTube. It's a great way to connect with people. Whether you're putting a video on there or a set or one of your songs, anything like that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, that's yeah. That's how I first heard monologue and whatnot, which we're going to play oh, in a wicked. little bit. But um, one of the cool things is you did a little behind the scenes video that I watched on your YouTube uh, for the cr- making of the monologue video. How yeah, cool was that? Yeah, That's yeah. That's pretty neat. Cool. What a great video, too. I love it. Yeah, love it. we we put a lot of work into that video. It was it was filmed in Berlin. 
Um, and I, I mean, I, you know, I really wanted to do something that was unique and artistic. And the guy that worked on it with me was the singer and he, he's very, very artistic and very talented. So yeah, we, we made it in Berlin. We hired a really cool film crew to, uh, to film it. And, um, yeah, I think it was, it worked out to be so cool. And, uh, yeah, I'm really proud of it. And then it got nominated for a so. I thought it was absolutely was. I'm like, how did they film this? They went into a club and filmed, you know, and then I watched the video and I'm like, oh, they created a club. I see. Yeah. I see. There's yeah. a lot of Bosman in there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all actors. Yeah. But it's still, it was fun. It was good. I just thought you're at one of your normal events, Sydney, you know, with all the beautiful people. That's what I thought. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? Hey, let's play the track. This is Sydney Blue featuring Fritz, I hope I'm saying his last name right, Helder, um, and it's Monologue is the track we're playing. Um, it's off uh, her new album, uh, which is phenomenal from start to finish, folks, but we'll talk about that in a second. Let's play the track. Here it is.
Back, ladies and gentlemen, that was Sydney Blue Monologue, and that was featuring Fritz Helder. And this was this is track, I believe. Let me look here. This is track number one on Conviction, your uh, your latest album, right from last year. Yes, my album from last year. Yep, exactly. And it's track one, the very opening track. Wow. There's also there's and... also a bonus track at the end of a special version of it also called the VIP mix. So there's a there's a couple versions of the song on the album actually. Nice. Nice. And I like that album cover too. That's that's a cool cool look with the uh the flowers coming out of your third eye there. Um Thanks. Looking sharp there, <laughs> Sydney. Looking sharp. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's available, folks. This whole album. I've listened to this this album several times on Spotify. Um, I suggest, you know, it's just me, and, you know, I'm a little biased maybe, but this album, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I, don't, I won't lead you wrong, I'm telling you, every track on this, from start number one to number 15, um, and she's right, it, it's, it's bookend with monologue and a very cool remix at the end there, um, the VIP remix. Is great. Every track on here. There's no filler tracks, and you know I, they they don't do that anymore. I don't think it's it's just really really good. Um, but you could buy just monologue, or you can get the whole album. I say get the whole album. That's my advice. You know, absolutely. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages.
listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rocks Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. This is the 
cool thing is this is great. I listen to it when I work, when I'm painting and stuff like that. But you could do anything. This is great soundtrack music. You know, if you happen to be robbing a bank, going to a club, um, stealing art, doing an art heist or something. This is the music you want played in the movie when they make the movie about your, uh, you know, hijinks. Uh, It's fantastic. (laughs) It really is. Now, would you... um, are you just always constantly making beats and stuff like that and, and coming up with ideas for tracks or what is the, what is the Sydney blue process? What does that in, entail there, Sydney? I usually work every week in the studio. Um, I spend two to three days usually making music and then I tour on the weekends. That's usually the process, but like, I mean, nice. it's important to stay working on music. I usually, uh try to do Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays where I'm focused on that, depending how busy my week is. But, yeah, it's it's important. I have it all on my laptop, so I can make music on the fly. I can make it on the go. It's, uh, the instruments are virtual now, so it's important to sometimes be able to have a mobile studio, especially if you're moving around a lot. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I make it on the fly oh, yeah. all the time. And, you know, if you're stuck on a plane or something or, or stuck in an airport, so, you know, hey, I have headphones, I have dip earbuds, and let's get to yeah. work. <laughs> totally. You can totally. only read so many paperback books. Might as well make yeah, some money exactly. while you're sitting there, you know. Yep. Very, very cool. Now, we have links up. Uh, as I mentioned before, Sydney is very smart, very, very smart. Um, you know, her, her main website, sydneyblue.com. I'm going to spell it for you, folks. Grab a pencil, an eyeliner, whatever you got to grab, uh, lipstick. SydneyBlue.com. S-Y-D-E. Oh, I'm sorry. I messed it up. S-Y-D-N-E-Y-B-L-U.com. SydneyBlue.com. I don't know why that was difficult for me, but regardless, it's SydneyBlue.com. And if you go to DJ Sydney Blue, that is... Uh, you know, where you'll find her on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And Sydney Blue on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, easy to get to, easy to find. As I said before, I've said this so many times in the show, if you dig some somebody, you know, an indie film or a DJ or an independent, uh, you know, band or something like that, the best baker in town, like and share their social media. It really helps out, helps get the word out. And, you know, chances are your friends are going to dig whatever you're digging because, you know, your friends, you got similar interests. Uh, but it helps out a lot. I will say with DJs and bands also, add them to your playlist, you know. We all have them. That's the playlist world we live in right now. If, if you like listening to somebody, listen to them, man. Add them to the, your playlist. It, it mm-hmm. actually helps the, the algorithms a lot. It, it shakes the machine a little bit. And it that's does. Cool. That's very, very cool. Now, you had mentioned, um, you know, filming the uh, the video. I love the video for Monolith. You just dropped one. I am in love with this track. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Let me, uh, let me look here. It is, um, well, the one that just that I've been playing all the time. It's uh, I Know. That is a great track, Sydney. Um, now, that's not on the monologue, right? Uh, I Know is on or the, the album. Or um, the it's, Conviction it's album. It's on yeah, it's on oh, it is. Conviction, but I, I, re, I released a remix album after I released Conviction. It's called Conviction Remix, and it's got remixes oh. by a whole bunch of different artists. 
I know was remixed by Hiroko Yamamura from Chicago. And uh, yes, that's one of the ones that I released over the course of the last, I think it came out in December. So um, oh. yeah, and you can check out all of the remixes as well on my Spotify. If you go to um, my Spotify page and it's under Conviction Remixed. Nice, nice. That Seven Wonders, that's a good track, too. Ooh, I was listening to that this morning. I'm like, ooh, this is good. Ooh, it's hot. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. No, you're, you're, an ex, you're a professional. That's what you do. You know, you're, you're an expert in your field, Sydney. When you're working and, and you drop a track down, and it, it's one like Marlog or, or Seven Wonders, or any of these um, that we've been talking about, I mean, you know you're an expert in this. Do you know you're like that's a hit, man? That that I'm I'm doing it right here. They're going to be playing this for 20 years. You know? Um, do you know? Uh, I just know that it has a good groove because I can feel it, and I've got something going. If something that. isn't making you know my hair stand on end, then I'm not going to probably release it. I have that feeling, you know, when I'm making something that something is is definitely going in the right direction. It makes me excited, so I think it's going to make somebody else excited. So that's basically my my formula. That's awesome. Well, you know, yeah, it's a good one. It's working, yeah. Sydney. If you didn't realize, you know, oh, oh cool. And you've got all these cool videos and stuff. You know, you realize you can turn on the TV and see you looking out of it. That's cool. <laughs> you know? um, you're doing it right. That's the dream. And it's funny. Be- it's not funny, but it, it, it blows my mind because I know so many, D- and I've known so many DJs. Let me, let me put it this way. I've known so many DJs that want to be where you're at. You know, they, 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 that's the dream, you know. Um, yeah, a lot of guys want to meet girls, and then some of the girls I know that DJ want to meet uh, boys or whatever. Um, but some every so often there's a real artiste, there's, there's a real artist, there's a real musician, you know, and they want to make you know banging music, and, and that's that's what what you're doing, and um, you know that's got to be a good feeling, you know, it just has to be. Um, yeah, for that's amazing. Sure. It is. This is your I life. Love it. You wake up every day to this, you know? Yeah. Oh, cool. Got to go to the <laughs> studio today. You know? Yeah, I love it. As opposed to, you know, got to go work at KFC today or sell insurance today. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, um, not to get too in, in, involved in it, uh, very busy schedule, you know? You, you're, you're flying out every weekend. You're playing places, uh, working in the studio all week. A lot of, doesn't leave a lot of time. Um, social life, you know, outside of entertainment, um, going well. I hope. Uh, I mean, somewhat. I, you know, I've been really busy lately uh, with work. It's been overwhelming work. But I mean, I have friends that are all in music, so we all connect and we also work together. So it's kind of like a work-social kind of combination. You know what I mean? I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Now, when you um, when you do date, do you tend to date in the entertainment world, uh, people in that world, uh, or do you prefer to date outside that world? Uh, I'm not doing I've, done I've done I gotcha. both. I, I I don't think it's the best idea to date 
people that do what you do. You know what I mean? Because then you're like, mm. I don't know. It's just it's kind Especially of especially if one person gets a little more successful or whatnot, and or it's not even more successful. People have, I mean, what is success? But it's it's you know, there's there's peaks and valleys. You know, I've had good times and I've had lean times. Many times the, the the waves go up and down, you know, and um, it's weird if you're dating somebody in the same field as you and they're having their waves and maybe your waves aren't matching up, <laughs> you know, uh, all the yeah. over for her. What the hell, you know? Um, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I try, to, it takes I try work. to keep it separate. I definitely try to keep Absolutely. it separate. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's hard too, especially in the club world, because um, yeah, I, I have an ex-wife that can attest to this. Um, well, you're going out to clubs every night, you know. I mean, that's that's hard on a marriage, you know. Yeah, yeah. People worry well, about that. Not that they should, yeah. but they just do, you know. You're like in this environment and whatnot. Um, yeah, so it's 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 rough, you know. But you know, you're making it happen. Or at least staying busy enough so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, exactly. maybe that's the key. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, very, very cool. Well, Sydney, I know you're a very busy woman and uh, you have <laughs> a lot going on. Um, I want to thank you, though, for taking time to uh, out of your schedule and whatnot to be on the show here. Uh, thank big you. Big shout out to your, uh, the PR firm you're working with, Vocab out of Toronto there. Uh, yeah. the gang, kicking ass. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, they're one awesome. of those things, you know. You gotta <laughs> start doing that, folks. If you you get to a point, you gotta start hiring people like that, you know. <laughs> like yeah, an accountant. It helps when you got a lot going on for sure. It helps when you got a lot going on. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks Absolutely. for having me. Yeah, and keep doing it. And pretty, you know, like I said, big fan here, you know, if you ever have one of those mornings where you wake up and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to do it today, um, you know, <laughs> I just want to watch Instagram reels. Um, just remember, Jamie Rock down in South Florida is saying, well, he's thinking he's getting up out of bed because you are. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. thinking the same, well, Sydney's doing it. I got to get to work. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks keep so much. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. All right. You're so, you're so good at it. Talk to you soon. <laughs> okay. Take care. And there you go, folks. There you go. Uh, Sydney Blue. Like I said, electronic music uh, musician extraordinaire. She is uh, just cool turned up to 10. And, uh, I, oh, man, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped being able to talk to her today. Um Cool. This episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms, uh, including all the podcasting platforms. Hey, look, folks, the reality is wherever you stream or download podcasts at, chances are we're on it. We're on like 600 different podcasting platforms. It's I, Okay, I'm exaggerating. We're on 593 or something last email I got um, where I get the little the, the, the show stats and everything. Uh, so it's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you all for listening. I, I can't believe, you know, when I first started doing this, this show, um, I thought, you know, I, the reality is, is I, I thought, yeah, I'll do maybe 20, 25, maybe 30 episodes, and then I'll probably see something else that's shiny and, and, and move on to that. 
Um, you know, in, in theory, that was the idea. Um, this is episode uh, 1,232 now. <laughs> so, no, nah, the, the reality is anybody who knows me, they're like, yeah, whatever, Jamie. Uh, I monetize everything and turn it into a business. And, you know, I'm so artistic, I guess, that way, the anti-artist. Um, but no, you know, you, if something's worth doing, you gotta, you got to make a little at least have a paper itself, my opinion. But, um, you know, thank you so much. It's because of you guys, you know. We wouldn't be here if if people weren't listening and whatnot. So thank you. Be sure to check out, uh, don't forget to check out our advertisers and whatnot. Use their code. They always have a code, and you can save a couple bucks. Use that savings, man. Go over and and pick up the album we just talked about, you know, or the single or whatever. Um, Yeah, it really you got to represent and you got to support these independent artists and whatnot, folks. If you don't, if you don't, things are going to get real dull real quick, um, culturally speaking. I'm just saying, you know, very, very important to uh, these people working real hard, you know. And I'll tell you something, and I'm not up on a soapbox or anything, but I, I'll, I think it's amazing. And I think we all got a little illustration of it during this pandemic. You know, we were just talking, I was just talking to Sydney there, Sydney Blue, and she's doing all these live streams. It's keeping everybody entertained, man. We all didn't go crazy, um, you know, uh, because we had Netflix, we had YouTube, we had Instagram, you know. I mean, honestly, I know everybody bitches about social media and, and all this and that and stream, all oh, the streaming services, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? They got us through. They got us through when it counted. All I'm saying, we were entertained. We didn't go crazy. Well, some of the people went crazy, but not all of it. Not all of it. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will see you. Uh, we're going to be back Monday. Our uh, our monthly DJ uh, uh, culture and um, nightclub uh, podcast, co-hosted by uh, DJ Miss Monday with me. Uh, we normally do it once a month. This month of May, we're doing it twice because um, – we're doing it. The first one is this Monday, and then again on the 23rd because of the movement festival in Detroit and whatnot. Um, DJ Miss Monday is playing that, and so we uh, and we have, I believe, we have one of the organizers on the 23rd on with us. I could be off on that, but I don't think I am. Um, anyhow, you can always see who's coming up on my show uh, on on all these shows, really, on my website, I should say, JamieRock.us, and um, you know. See what's happening, baby. See what's happening. Okay, we will be back uh, Monday. Have a good, great weekend, everybody. Have a very good, and if you're in South Florida, you know, and you're on my social media, you might have heard. Uh, yes, my first art show back uh, live meet and greet since the pandemic is this Saturday night at the uh, Hotspots Gallery, uh, Dennis Dean's uh, Gallery down there um, in Oakland Park. It's it's right next to the uh, the Oakland Park. Uh, uh, City Hall there, uh, right down the street from the big funky Buddha place. Uh, anyhow, Saturday night, uh, it's no cover, uh, six to nine, and I have 24 new never-before-seen paintings. Um, there are no, I know in some of the advertisements and whatnot leading up to it, uh, there has been, they needed some stuff, and I wasn't finished with everything is what happened, folks, so they had to use some old paintings. But uh, no, there's 24 brand new, never-before-seen paintings being unveiled to the public. And there's a whole bunch of really cool artists and whatnot involved uh, in this show. 
It's phenomenal. You know, and, and it's, it's one of the Dana Stenstein's events. He doesn't mess around, man. He doesn't mess around. It's a nice gallery, too. You walk in, it's a big video display. It's really, it's really cool. It's pinky out, but it's cool pinky out, if you know what I'm saying. It's not just super stuffy. Yeah. And it's not super avant-garde either where you're walking in going, what the hell am I in, a Twilight Zone episode? You know, it's, it's cool. It's accessible. It's accessible avant-garde. I'll put it that way. How about that? Anyway, we will see you then. Uh, see you Monday. I'll, I'll give you an update on how that goes. Um, hopefully they uh, – I know. It'll be, it'll be a good time. I'm excited to be back out doing stuff again, you know. Um, it's been a long two years, baby. It's been a long two years. Anyhow, we'll see you then. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, everybody. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 